Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers of Attitude, where we watch teenagers in tightly colored costumes fighting monsters. I'm Emily, your host S for today, and I'm joined by Mike. Hey, everybody. Uh, For both the listener's benefit and that of my co-hosts, I have a really bad cough, so if I suddenly mute myself in the middle of a sentence, that's what's going on there. Great. (laughs) I hope you're okay, hon. And we're also joined by Luke... Uh, Eric, anytime that uh, Mike seems to suddenly mute himself halfway through, can you just edit in a really gross, wet cough? No, please don't. Oh, my mic fell over. That's great. Not my not my Michael. My mic on my desk fell over. <laughs> great, did it again. Oh, right. Wow. Awesome. wow. This is a great start to the show. Cut none of this. Wanna, cut none of this. Okay, cool. Yeah, what a great restart? introduction. Apparently no. Not. No, no, go okay, with it. Okay, great, awesome. So don't do that, Eric. Don't add in wet coughs, because that's gross, and I don't want our listeners to listen to anything more gross than they're already going to have to listen do to. Do it, Eric. Make it twice as long and twice as loud as it probably would be if he didn't mute himself. Eric, do, okay. do, never do anything Luke tells you to do. <laughs> Ever. Luke is, Luke is bad. Um, so I guess this show, what we usually do is we do a segment called... Talking about things. They're just talking about things. Talking about things. Yeah, but Emily's just slightly different. That A is important for the branding. Sure, okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we're talking about things, um, and uh, I mean, like, that segment is a pretty open-ended title. I think we can talk about anything we want, so fuck Power Rangers News. Hey, Luke, how are you drinking Smash? Oh, it's a good video game. It's a very good video game. You like to play it. What what do you like the most about Smash Brothers? Oh, it's got to be the brothers and the way they smash each other. (laughs) Fuck you! Do not sabotage this segment. Uh, Have you met me? Yes, I have met you. Yeah, you you made a very like poor calculation. (laughs) I was like, Luke will want to go with Smash Brothers. Yeah, you love Smash Brothers. No, Smash Brothers is my favorite game. I like the way they dribble up and down the. Lane? Uh, never mind. Bad so one. I've been playing it a lot, and I've and um, 
I like World of Light a lot. Uh, it's got problems for sure. Like, yeah, sometimes the fights are just bullshit and like not worth it at all. Like the right. Pauline fight in particular. Oh god, is that one's real rough. Ridiculous. Yeah, you just, you just I, runs I had away to get Cassie you. to do it for me. That I'm like, I can't sucks. do this, Cassie. I did it for like two days, and I'm like, I can't do this. Here you go, Cassie. Yeah. Bye. It's really hard because I I don't want it on my fucking map anymore. No. Um, for those who don't know, it's like you're in 75 meters, which is like the worst Smash Brothers stage ever, which is based on Donkey Kong, like the original arcade yeah, it's game. It's the Donkey Kong level with the fucking uh, with like the trampolines that he throws at you or whatever they are. I guess they're definitely not trampolines, even though that's what I've always called them. I don't know what they are. Like, I mean, they don't have a real world equivalent. Like, sure, they're trampolines. So, like, um, and like, and how the Smash Brothers games work, how World of Light works, is you fight these spirits, and the spirits are inhabiting characters, and they're really cute little references. Like, you'll have like Mario Rabbit, and it'll be Mario wearing rabbit ears and has a gun, and it's like the rabbits game. Great, awesome. Oh, you have a fight here where you're fighting Hal Emmerich. So it's like Dr. Mario with a Rob, because right. Hal makes Metal Gears and shit like that, or at least help make the Metal Gear Rex. Um, that's really cute and cool and makes for interesting fights. But with Pauline's, it's Pauline is constantly running from you because she's a damsel in distress in her game. And Mario is protecting her, who starts off the game with like, that hammer thing that he, you know, he hits, which is... Sometimes he'll start the fight and he'll kill himself because he can't jump and it's really right. good, but usually it doesn't happen. And then ha- partway through the fight, Donkey Kong comes in. So you're fighting, you're trying to kill Peach on these like ridiculous platforms that are like an inch wide. Some of them are obscured by the HUD, and she's really does a really good job of running away from you while Donkey Kong, who is giant, and Mario are trying to kill you. And it's constantly um, spawning these time clocks, which are great if you get them. But if the enemy gets them, it's like, great, I guess I'm just going to die now because it stops time for you and not them. Right. It's really bad. Yeah. But yeah, so other than, other than shit like that, World of Light's pretty fun. I like the map. I love the art style. I love the cool references. I think like it's a really does a really good job of teaching how to play Smash. While Subspace Emissary, like, is really fun and has a cool oh, story, right but it, it's just a platformer. Great, Luke's yeah. gone. What's up, yep. yep. Eric, just cut the next, like, minute. I'm gonna <laughs> wait till Luke gets back. Let's <sighs> play, like, Yoshi's Island music during this part. No, I don't, I, I, why I, don't, I, don't want to I just feel like hit it. by Nintendo. <laughs> No podcast don't get hit with copyright claims. That doesn't happen. So, Mike, how you doing? I mean, it's fine. I mean, I, we normally wouldn't just vamp, but, like, but he he said aloud that he was going to be right back. So that kind of I don't and, know. And also, there's only like three of us, so it's like just the two of us now. Yeah, we can make it if we try, though. Mike, how do you like Super Smash Brothers Ultimate? <laughs> I've never played it. I've never gotten to play it. Thank you, Cassie. I hope that came through on the audio. Um, <laughs> this is the best Team's yeah. Bad episode ever. Um, yeah. Like, you, uh, you've played other Smash Brothers games, yeah? I have. Well, I mean, the last one I played was Brawl, though. Yeah. So I'm way out of the loop. You're way out of the loop. I mean, four, there's only two games, like, between that. I mean, there's... Four was a pretty big game. It seems like four just happened, though. It's a weird feeling. I mean, Ultimate's definitely its own game, but it like doesn't like. Well, it's it's a weird it thing because like DS and and Wii U came out like DS one mm-hmm. came out first, and it was it it was kind of 
presented and largely considered like the the inferior version to the Wii U version, but yeah. also no one owned a Wii U. <laughs> so it, it's just kind of this weird mess. Yeah, I never really thought about that, but I guess the majority of Smash 4 players are probably DS owners because like yeah. the Wii U did not sell that well. And it's it's weird that it, and I mean I was about to say it's weird that they never tried Mobile Smash again, but then I just realized they they kind of, I guess, consider Ultimate to also be Mobile Smash in some capacity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, Ultimate is like, like you can play it handheld, and it's great. You know, like I, I play it handheld all the time. Especially since me and Cassie both have the games, so we can't like both take up the TV at the same time. Hey, y'all, so. I've got to run and go pick up food. Um, I will be oh. as quick as I can. If you want to keep going without me, that's totally fine. Nah, I don't think that's I... going to work. Um, I think at this point we may as well just start over. We're barely in. Okay, I will try to be fast. Okay. Okay. All right. And I'm Lucas. And, and we're, we're from, from the, the podcast D-Comedy. A show where each month we re-watch Disney Channel original movies. And trust me, they're weirder than you remember. We grew up totally addicted to whatever Disney Channel wanted to throw at us. And going back to look at these beautiful train wrecks is always a good time. So search for us on iTunes and Google Play Music and Stitcher and basically wherever you find podcasts. Or find us among all the wonderful podcasts on AudioEntropy.com. I'm Emma. I'm Lucas. And, and you, you should be listening to D-Comedy. Hey, uh, we're back after some technical difficulties. Um, we were talking about Smash Brothers. Uh, I was talking about World of Light, I think. That sounds um, right. Anything else you want to say about it, Luke? <laughs> it's just a really good Super Smash Brothers video game that I like to play. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like I've never really gotten into a Smash game before, and I've, and I've been getting into this one a lot, and playing with Luke online uh, and my girlfriend, and a little bit with a friend of a show, uh, Rosalind. And yeah, it's 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 a very fun game, and we've had talks about making an audio entropy tournament, but there's nothing confirmed. So that'd be, that'd be fun to do. Like, I would enjoy doing that. I would love doing that. It'd yeah. be really fun. So that's our Let's Talking About Things. Anyone else have anything to talk about for Let's Talking About Things? Um, I don't know why I'm saying let's. I just had to add let's to adding more words to it. <laughs> let's talk about things sometimes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> let's talking about things. <laughs> talk things about, let's do? Okay, it sounds like that's a no, yeah? I, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, cool. So we open on the Angel Grove. I like how I like how like human language has evolved to the point where we can say yes and no and still clearly mm-hmm. convey one or the other. <laughs> oh yeah. So we open on the Angel Grove Junior Botanical Society greenhouse, and in it uh, we see Skull who and Bulk working on some plant that just instantly droops, and we move on to Rocky who has made a wonder plant. Yeah, that uh-huh. you know. He's talking about how, like, man, plants are really cool. They could, like, cure cancer, solve world hunger. It gives me a whole new respect for botanists. And okay, I made this on. weird hell beast. So, so for all for all the random things that, like, our characters will just sort of randomly be into for, like, a single episode. Yeah. The Junior Angel Grove Botanical Society seems like a weird pull. Because a lot of it is, like, sports or, like, typical after-school activities or maybe, like, a charity event. 
And listen, I don't want to diss botanists because like botany fucking rules. It does, but like, yeah, Mike, this is the fourth season of the show. They're out of ideas. Michael himself is a level seventy botanist. Yeah. Yep. Uh, a, a what now? It, it happened. I did get botanist to cap. Yeah, level seventy botanist. Yep. Oh, in in the in the final. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm real good at getting wood. <laughs> is the thing. If you need me to get some wood, I can get you some wood. Your final fantasy is just to be a botanist. <laughs> I mean, you could say that, I guess. <laughs> um, well, see, the thing is, guys, this episode's about plants. We need an excuse to be have it be about plants. That's mm-hmm. why it's a botanist society. <laughs> Anyways, so, like, Adam's like, yeah, I know what you mean. And and he's well, like, wait, hold Rocky, up. Before we even, like... Before we even hmm? get to the, the dialogue with Adam, we see Skull and Bulk... And Skull has a lab coat on. He's, he's tried to grow himself a plant as part of this botanical mm. society. Like, I don't yeah, know. I, I, I briefly here. mentioned that, but if you want to expand on that. Yeah, yeah but like, sure. Skull's plant is dying. And that's yeah. it. Like, why Why is Skull here? Also, they're in their uniforms. Like, okay, Skull isn't a lab coat. He's also in his police uniform. Yeah, he's police he's uniforms under his lab coat. Uniform. He's a copter. Cop. <laughs> And really, that's probably why he killed his plant, because he's clearly being a real helicopter dad. Oh, shit. I'll be here all week. Yeah. No, you won't. That's true. Um, if if you give plants too much attention, they will die. Um, well, like, over-watering but, it, over-tending to it, you know. Yeah, I know. So, um, to move on from that great goof, any, any, uh, Rocky is like, well, Adam's like, Hey, Rocky, didn't you just plant that yesterday and it's a full-blown fucking plant? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mixed some two random things together and it's now it's a foot tall. I don't really know what I did, though. Okay. Like, I have no idea what I did. It just kind of happened. He, he <laughs> says he found some random – two bits of random seeds and crossbred something he found in random bags here in, in the botanical center. So here, here's the thing. This plant exists completely independent of the villain's plans. Yeah. Yes. King Mondo had nothing to do with this. He just kind of fell backwards into it. But now you keep saying the super plant. The, the right term is plant man. Well, well no, because like it's not a plant man. Yeah, like right now. Now King, King Mondo it's, does. It's, King Mondo does make it into a plant man. Oh, does he? I must have like uh, yeah, stopped paying attention at that point. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, initially, this thing it's growing out of control, and it eats metal. And this well, is yeah, a thing like, that can Rocky's just. Like, this is the thing that could just naturally occur in Angel mm-hmm. Grove without yeah. any intervention from evil space aliens. Here's the thing. If King Mondo hadn't done anything, I'm pretty sure Rocky would have just accidentally caused another apocalypse. Yeah. And I feel like the, the existence of these seeds that could be combined to make this further confirms that this is a post-apocalypse and these were like are holding some like radiation from the Great War. Yeah, See, I like think I think the Junior all. Botanical Society is a cover to like <laughs> keep people safe from these killer plants. Our true purpose. <laughs> That's a great theory and all, but I I like the idea that uh, that Rocky is just like does it such a dumbass that it goes all the way around, right? And he like he accidentally puts two random plants together that should not work together and makes a metal eating plant. Because yeah. yeah, he goes like. This is really cool, and pulls out a paperclip yeah. and hangs it above the plant's head, and it like has a mouth, like a weird dog mouth. And Rocky's like, it's it's he was in the Rocky's face, and he's got this like wide eyed grin, like he's so fucking excited. And 
Yeah, it eats the paperclip. And Adam's terrified, and Rocky's just fucking stoked. Like, he's got this manic grin on his face. What I love about this whole bit is that... At the beginning of it, like, Rocky is just talking, like, oh, who knows what these plants can do, cure cancer? You know, he's, like, going relatively in-depth describing plants. It sounds like he's just billying out. And then he goes, anyway, I don't know what the hell I did to make this thing. <laughs> yeah, no. He's like, man, I wish I could sure figure out what I did. Like, he has no fucking idea. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, and also, here's the thing. Getting to this idea that, like, Rocky accidentally caused the apocalypse by making this plant, uh, like... I don't want to feel like I'm jumping the gun or exaggerating by like making comparisons to Little Shop of Horrors, except yeah, the show oh, glad, seems to be man, you beat me to it. <laughs> the show seems to be explicitly evoking it, though. Well, you say that, but then like, like partway through the episode, it starts evoking a different film franchise yeah. that has nothing to do with that. But we'll get to that. For now, he's like, I don't know what I did, and Adam's like, Why don't you bring a sample to Alpha? Maybe he can tell you, and then. Rocky's like says the exact same thing Adam said as if he come up came up with it. Which right. It's not really played as a gag though. He just says exactly what he says and it kind of just moves on. It's definitely meant to be a gag, and I don't know why they're trying to turn Rocky and Adam into Timon and Pumbaa, but here we are. It doesn't really <laughs> land though. I don't know because because Adam doesn't react well enough. Right. It's like not edited right. Well, and also Johnny Young Bosch is still like he's still really subdued in his delivery and. And honestly, like, this is a weird thing because Johnny Young Bosch is, like, the one person we've had on the show so far that we know becomes a better actor post-Power Rangers. We know that for a fact. He has an right. extensive, you know, voice acting career. Like, he's, yeah, he's a well-established anime person. Like, yeah, like, we know his deal. But even this far into his run in Power Rangers, he's still very monotone, very subdued, even when it feels like he should be, like saying more or having more emphasis with his words or reacting harder to things other characters do. He's still very like, I don't know. I I said subdued. I've said it like five times now, but like, it's really the best word for what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like, and also, I don't know if this is like, I was about to say like, well, that's kind of Adam's character is that he's kind of this like, you know, like mopey, like kind of soft boy, but I'm like, no, that's just, that's just the personality we gave him. It's probably just, I don't think they actively were trying to make Adam this, like, kind of, like... Now, now I don't know. Maybe it is, because we we initially assumed that we were just putting in the whole thing about Rocky being stupid, and then later episodes just sort of, like, confirmed that, like, no, really, that's what they were going for. Yeah, Yeah. I guess so. Um, Anyway, so he takes a sample from this plant, and and honestly, kind of, like, a slightly horrifying scene, because the plant clearly reacts to it as if he was in pain. It, like, writhes in pain! But Rocky's just like, lol, good, gonna go get this over to Alpha now. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't recognize that at all, and like, it's kind of weird and kind of sad in a weird way. And after they leave, um, the plant like follows them and s- the gaze, and we cut to the uh, bulk and skull, and skull notices this this great plant. And he's like, what if I, like, grab some of that plant and put it in my plant? That's how botany works. <laughs> I mean, at first, at first, they just go to, like, look at it because it's moving around and it's weird. And, like, this thing fucking eats the junior police badge off of Bulk's chest. In, in a scene that they shoot like a horror film. Uh, yeah. Understandably so. 
And then what I love is it eats that metal and then it grows even huger. Because again, there's this is this is secretly like a, a genuine like terrifying Godzilla movie that was barely averted by a supervillain. Uh, yeah. And yeah. like I love I love like I don't remember if it's Bulk or Skull that asked this, but one of them turns to the other and says, "Should we try to arrest it?" <laughs> yeah. Like if King Mondo had not gotten involved, then like. Rocky would have ended up feeding Skull to this thing because he's a bad guy and then, like, would have tried to feed some more people and it would have gotten out of hand and Cat would have gotten really hurt, so he fed her to it and then it just became out of control and ate him and then, like, a whole army of them ended up taking over the world and that's the plot of a musical yeah. that I needed to flex and show that I knew. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a learned man who knows about <laughs> silly Broadway musicals. I was waiting for you to give me a gap so I could make a joke about the studio changing the ending and Frank Oz being really sad. Yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah, he would not feed Cat to it uh, because that would have been too dark. So instead, Rocky just saves the day and they live happily ever after, even though he's already sold his soul. Yeah, yeah in, in an ending that's like very happy and very like test screen friendly, but has, is completely thematically incongruous with the rest of the film. I hate that ending so much. I'm so glad they restored the original ending. Um, so they start, like, fighting with the plant with, like, and it's, like, honestly kind of, like, again, playing like a horror movie where they're, where, it's, like, Bulk goes in with scissors and the, the plant eats the scissors and Skull comes in with, like, this, like, you know, it's, it's a, some kind of gardening tool with, with claws. And they, yeah, it's, it's that, it's that cool. claw tool that gardeners used to, like, rotate the dirt, whatever it's called. Oh, like a rototiller? I do like how no one else... There's, there's other people in this greenhouse, and none of them are reacting to any no. of this. <laughs> yeah, they told the actors to just pretend you don't know what's happening. <laughs> they don't know what's happening. I guess. Like, that's the thing. But yeah, <laughs> so instead of actually trying to kill this thing, Bulk and Skull rip a big old part of it. This extra vine is writhing around on its own and still trying to kill Skull. They pull a flower off of it because Skull's plant that he was trying to go was a flower. And then like, just, yeah, if we... Bulk has this idea, he's like, if I just rip off this flower, stick it in your pot, now it'll grow, and now you'll have a good plant. Again, not how botany works, they need, like, roots and shit. Well, I mean, but, you like, can graft a plant onto another plant, but yeah, yeah, it takes a little more than that. I mean... It, it, it even kind of droops for effect after, and... And, and yeah. cutting, cutting bits off and having them grow into new plants is kind of how plants work, actually? Like, that happens yeah. in a lot of specific situations. And like, and this is a super mutant killer plant that like, you know, and actually I just realized something, the bit that bulk ripped the flower off of like skull just throws it away and then we never see it again. So hmm. this, this killer metal eating plant might just still be out there. Definitely. It's definitely still out there and it'll definitely come back again. So anyways, we cut to the machine empire um, and they've been watching this and they're like, Hey, this plant's pretty cool. Let's like grab this. And use it for our evil plan. Go get it, Sprocket. Because again, I constantly just give off my evil plans to my child. Again, I'm all in on the theory that the Earth is just like a practice planet for Sprocket to learn how to conquer. Absolutely. Um, I, I do think it's a little weird. They're like, yeah, let's grab this thing when they're all made of metal. And this thing eats metal. Like, I was going to say earlier. Yeah, I really thought they'd thing go is, there with it. But like, no. Yeah. Like, um, I think Cassie came up with it, like, what if they, they just grabbed the plant and then it ate the entire machine empire and destroyed it and, like, kept, like, moving on and then Rocky just saves the world mm. accidentally? Actually, <laughs> like, here's a weird thing. Perfect. I wonder if them eating metal 
is an invention on the Power Rangers side or not, because none of that happens in the Sentai footage. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I don't know. I Yeah, I don't, I don't remember if that happens at all in the Sentai footage. It probably doesn't. Anyways, it cuts back to the greenhouse, and, like, ten stones suddenly showed up, and he's noticed that these, like, guys are fucking around with this plant, and he's like, hey, guys, do you know that I was one of the founding members of the Junior Botanist Society? I said that wrong, but anyways. Well, what's great is, like, Bulk actually reacts, like, genuinely, like, pleasantly surprised, like, oh, no, sir, I genuinely didn't know that, in in a very friendly way, but then Lieutenant Stone looks pissed at him for not knowing that, which is... Yeah, no, like, Bulk's like, that's a cool thing to learn about you, and then (laughs) Lieutenant Stone's just like, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's it's almost a bonding moment, but then Lieutenant Stone's a dick. (laughs) What's when he stops saluting? I guess that's it. I, do they have to keep saluting? Is that how it works? <laughs> also, I mean, listen, he, mm, Book's tone is a little like, huh, no, sir, I didn't know that. Like, like, mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah, really? Huh. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't get that. I got, yeah, I got I didn't one get like that out of it where he's like, well, that's cool. Like, yeah. yeah. I think there is a hint of sarcasm in his voice. Okay. Well, um, he says, I, if you want to have the right kind of plant, you need the right kind of manure. Follow me, well, no, boys. He, he, tells them, some... he tells them food, which gets Bulk excited because right. he's fat. You get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, yeah, but like, a great joke. He doesn't tell them it's it's manure, so he leads them to this this secret place. Well, uh, I do want to say real quick, like, okay, he's being Lieutenant Stone about it, but he showed up out of the blue. There, you know, not to harass them or anything, but because he heard they're working on this, and he thought he could help Skull out because he was having a hard time. He's he's trying to be helpful. I well, I feel he, like this he also. Adds, I feel like this adds to my theory that Lieutenant Stone is Skull's real father. The thing is, God. he starts his pitch with, "I want to make sure you guys aren't giving a bad name to the Junior Police Patrol," and it's like, my dude, like, they're they're not constantly on the. Cl- well, actually, that's the thing is, I don't know if they're constantly on the clock or well, not. Also, he doesn't. He says he doesn't want them to give a bad name to the Junior Botanical Association. Oh, yeah. okay, I get you. But so Lieutenant Stone uh, leads Bulk and Skull uh, to a mysterious place off screen, and Adam and Rocky walk in on screen and like, yeah, uh, Alpha's analyzing the thing, so we'll guess we'll find out what's going on with that now. So I guess you're just hosting, Michael. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I mean, in fairness, it's... in fairness, this is usually what I do, even when Zach hosts. That's that's true. That's true. Um, there's a great part here where did we get to Sprocket already? Sprocket's there. No, we were about to get to Sprocket. Okay, so there, there we as as um, Bulk Skull and Lieutenant Stone are leaving the scene. Rocky and Adam appear on it, and Sprocket shows up, and you know he starts taunting the Power Rangers. I don't remember exactly what he says, but Rocky says like, "How dumb do we look?" And Sprocket's like, "Do you really want me to answer that?" <laughs> and that's that's a pretty good line. Yeah. Well, but Sprocket's like, "Hey," they're like, "What the fuck are you doing here, chump?" And he's like, "Can I just stop by to see my friends?" And they're like, "No." Yeah, how dumb do I look? And then yeah. he goes, "You really want you really want me to answer that?" And then we see the spro- the the cogs are stealing the plants, both Rockies and the skulls, because yep. I guess that's a good plant too. Now, because he put a little bit of a flower in it, and then it's morphin time. What's What's great about this is somehow Adam puts together that the other plant that the other pot being stolen is skulls. Like yeah, it just declares like yeah, we're get, we got to stop skulls 
plant too. Well, it looked like shit, so we assumed it was skulls. <laughs> I do really love the bit where Sprocket shows up, and they're like, ugh, you. And he's like, all right, well, rude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we get a we get a fight scene. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty decent fight. There's some cool things that happen. I like the part where um the the cog goes into the the tree, and Adam thinking that he's still a ninja Power Ranger who has gone into trees is like I'm gonna follow him, but he can't. It's I don't know. It gave me a little bit of laugh because there's literally a part in in season three where mm. where Rocky like hides in a tree to avoid a tanga, and now he's the tables have turned. Are the cogs ninjas? The cogs are robo ninjas, apparently. Oh, great! You ever see them shrink anybody though? Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. That that's that's a that's a standard ninja. Man, that was move a wild thing they just did that one time, huh? <laughs> yeah, it sure was. <laughs> but I mean, if we're dealing with robot ninjas, then we should get Insomniac Games on the horn and see what they do. You know, see how they take care of it. Uh, but so, one of the cogs takes the plant and teleports. They don't do the cool gear thing, which sucks. But they they just teleport like, through an invisible barrier, and Adam's, like, holding onto the plant and, like, tries to pull the plant back out of the vortex, and he, like, you see him struggle against this, like, invisible whoever, and, like, eventually he just lets it go. It's like, no, I had it. Dip. It was right in my hands, and I lost it. And then they're like, oh, no, what's King Mono gonna do with that crazy plant? Let's hope that Alpha's, like, done the test and has figured out how the plant works, and they leave, and we cut to... A sign that says Manure City. So, do you guys yep. think this is like actually a city? I mean, no, but, no. <laughs> it's clearly <laughs> I mean, like, like it's clearly like two shelves. I'm just saying, guys. Like, what if it's just like a side city on the like? You guys have this whole wasteland of Angel right. Road thing going on. What if there's just a city for manure? I mean, I there mean, is listen. a city for manure, but it's not called Manure City. Yeah, what's it called? Rock Canyon. Um, would you? Is it a Stone say, Canyon? Say, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. No, no, it's, it's called Rock Canyon. Everyone hates it. <laughs> Even Stone Canyon. Even like, Stone Canyon hates Rock Canyon. <laughs> it's full of shit. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're the um, same canyon. But Rock Canyon is the area where all the sewage dumps out from Angel Grove. That's horrible. It sure is. Oof. And with just a dollar a day, you can sponsor someone from Rock Canyon. Luke, hey, so are, you when, trying to, are you doing a money scam on our show? No. Are you trying to get some money? Just, uh, you know, send in your questions for the, the end of the year episode and maybe send your credit card number while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, and your, your social security number. and <laughs> Just go to paypal.me slash Luke Varner. <laughs> no, um, um, don't do that. So? Uh, so, yeah, what Manure City actually is, is it's a shop where, you know, there's manure, and Lieutenant Stone is showing off these uh, manure things, and it's he keeps sniffing the manure. No, he and pulls like, some oh. of it out in his hand, and he's like, mm, mm, this is the yeah, good you know, stuff. Yeah, he pulls it into his hand, and he's like, fuck yeah. Mm. What's, what's kind of surprising <laughs> for this being a, a show for very small children is it never explicitly states that manure is poop. I mean, I feel no. like it's because it's a show for very small children. You can't let... You, poop on a TV show? No. I guess, but like, I just remember that coming up a lot in like in like kids media of like some kid going manure. What's that? And another kid going, it's doo doo. Sure, like yeah. they, just, they they leave it unstated, which is weird considering I'm like 
I'm pretty sure the target audience of the show is like five years old and probably doesn't know what manure is. Right. I mean, like, like yeah, like in the nineties, I remember like diaper humor being a huge thing. It's not like it's not like kids shows wouldn't go into the you know into poop territory. Well, what year are we into with this season? Do we know? Uh geez, like four, like four like years. Ni- so no, I mean, like what year? Like ninety. Oh. I guess that would make it ninety six. Hold on, let me look it up. Okay. Well, the Mike looks that up. They yeah. got all these like you know uh, manure stations with these like signs in them that show off what everything is. But what they really need is the high octane black gold, which is in a shitty rusty like pan, which I thought was kind of weird. If I mean, it's, it's manure. the best shit ever. Yeah, but it's supposed to be like it's it's literally the best shit, and it's like. Yeah, but maybe that's maybe side. that's part of how it works is that you need that rust in it, and that's like part of how it mm, works so good. But I also, I think it's just that, that Lieutenant Stone calls it black gold because he's just that weirdly obsessed with manure. No, I mean that's the label um, on it. Yeah, it says I octave black gold right on it, which is, why is oil, not manure, but whatever, I guess. <laughs> Two things: it, this uh, Zio did come out in '96. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing well, is if this is if this is manure city, if this is the place where where like a true, you know, lover of plants goes to get real the best head. manure around. Why is there no salesperson or anybody? Uh because it's like a co-op. It's like take like it's like pay what you want, just leave the money, you know, at the thing. It's very progressive. They're actually raiding manure city is what's happening right now. <laughs> 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 Residents will come and be like, what the fuck? Get out of here! And then Lieutenant Stone will just pull out his gun. Like, well, oh, okay, okay, yeah, no, we're backing off, <laughs> and you can steal our shit. You can have all the manure for free as long as you know the plants you grow with it. You also sell for free. Sell for free. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's a misnomer. Yep. Yep. Um. So Skull goes up to his high octane black gold, picks it up, and oh, it's empty. And Lieutenant Stone looks up and says, "There's still some more on the top shelf." And it's we pan up. It's real high up there. It's not even like he, on one of the shelves. It's just on top of the 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 thing. Yeah, like at the very top. It's very precarious, and you kind of <laughs> you kind of instantly know what's going to happen. Uh, Red Stone's just like, what are you waiting for, though? And uh, Bulk like preps Skull to get up this rickety ass ladder that's like not stable at all. And honestly, I feel worried for Jason Varner. Um, no, Narvi. What, God, what's his name? Narvi. Why did I give him... Never mind. Jason Narvi <laughs> is climbing up the ladder, and it's like, I'm worried about him falling off, because this is right. rickety shit. I mean, I'm sure and, out um, of frame when he's up on the ladder, they've got, like, a, a tumbling mat or something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but so, Skull he, grabs the thing, and it wobbles. Predictably, he falls off. But what I was kind of surprised is that the, the shit does not fall on Bulk and Skull. Instead, the ladder topples all the way over, Skull lands in a bush... And the bucket of shit falls right onto Lieutenant Stone, and he finally gets to live his lifelong dream of being covered in manure. I mean, he was really into it earlier, yeah, so I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised. I, I think bold of you to assume he hasn't lived that dream before, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just looks like dirt, but yeah. I mean, he's, he's never found a point where it would be socially acceptable, but if it's an accident, like, listen, he knew the ladder was rickety. He knew the bucket <laughs> at the top there was a bad place to put it. 
He knew that Skull and, <laughs> and, and Bulk are just fucking klutzes and that they'd fall down. <laughs> this this was this was a fucking Rube Goldberg ass plan to get like himself covered <laughs> in saying, shit. He was here and, earlier putting that bucket up there. Yeah, yeah. He wanted it to look like an accident so he could get covered in feces in a public place. Oh my god. So well like, He just moved to Rock skull. Canyon. <laughs> They kind of cringe. There's as no this thrill happens. if you do it in Rock Canyon. <laughs> Everyone's covered in doo doo. <laughs> it's got to be transgressive, Luke. That's the thrill. Uh, yeah. So is this the first like, time? Our, uh, is this the first time our podcast has gotten like really deep into someone into enjoying scat, getting into scat yeah. exhibitionism? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I mean, it, it took us long enough. What, nearly four years? Fuck. <laughs> God. So, 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 Lieutenant Skull, Lieutenant Stone starts getting a call, like, over his, like, you know, radio saying that there's been a break-in at the, you know, Junior Botanical Society. While this is happening, it's kind of funny, because Bulk and Skull are just, like, kind of, like, Bulk's trying to clean off Lieutenant Stone very lightly on his hat while this is happening. And it's it's amusing. And Lieutenant Lieutenant Stone, as much as we said he enjoyed this, he's, like, crying. Like, he's breaking down crying. Like, he's... Well, he's so happy, but also he's he's kind of performing being upset. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. totally. No, really, he's he really reserves the aftershocks of the massive orgasm he just had. Is what's happening? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Luckily, he has an excuse to go take a shower right now. Um, but so the lady over the radio says, like, several rare plants were stolen in the break-in at the at the greenhouse. And Skull's like, "It's my plant. It's my fucking plant. Oh, the humanity of it all." Even though, like, he stole that plant from Rocky like five minutes ago. Yep, and they said they're going to go off and take care of it. Don't worry, Lieutenant Stone. Lieutenant Stone gets up and starts weeping to himself, and we cut away to the Machine Empire. Uh, oh, you know what? He might actually be sad because of all that wasted precious manure. Right, exactly. But he's, he's a little bit happy, though. Well, yeah. Like, deep down inside. Know. He just wanted to have his shit and eat it, too. He's not going to wash that uniform. He wants it to smell like that. Yeah, that's his, <laughs> that's his special at-home uniform now. We shouldn't be allowed to do this alone. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. What do you mean? Us three? We particular? need parental supervision. <laughs> Zach has parental supervision now. Yeah, that's well, a good we... point. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's been nothing keeping this train on the rails before. I don't see why it should start now. So we cut to the moon, and I hope you folks are ready for uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. <laughs> I talked about this earlier, but that's the film series this episode decides to riff on is is the Rocky films because like these it cuts and he's like it's kind of those, a whole mishmash of a lot of things, honestly. Um, yeah, because the, the guy uh, who who has Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice is called the Pollinator, but he calls him Polly, which there, is like yeah. But there's also like some like on the waterfront stuff later. There's like uh uh. They're kind of like the we're here to bump you up, guys. Also, there's just a lot of ideas floating around. Yeah, yeah. So the the what's his name again? The king guy, oh, king, king Mondo, Mondo, is like he's like. I hope those costumed commoners will still appreciate those plants after I've used it to destroy them, and. He goes over to these um, plants, which are now just full-on monsters now. We don't see them turn into monsters. You just are. See, that's what I'm saying. I think they just were going to become that no matter what. 
Yeah, it's possible. We don't actually t- get told this. There's not like that a scene of him zapping the plant to make it into a monster. Yeah. yeah. So, pollinator wants food, and he goes first destroy the pollinators with your pollen, and he says he's gonna power them up and starts like zapping one of them. And in the original, no, he's just torturing them. Like it's not the, what he's doing at all. Like, right. well, because he's yeah, gonna do cl- it more later. Clearly yeah, pain. that is what he's doing yeah. then. I wonder what the plot in the original O-Ranger is. All right. Yeah. Well, the thing is, there's a weird obvious through line here, and it's something we don't see a lot in Power Rangers, this idea that, like, okay, the villain recruited this random monster from some random thing, and this monster actually hates the villain a lot, but is begrudgingly going and doing it. Uh, It is something we've seen a couple of times. You know, Mr. Tickle Sneezer, the, the guy who was really obsessed with eggs and so on, but... Other than that, like we haven't we haven't gotten that a lot. Yeah. So yeah, he goes. He's gonna send them down, and we cut to the command center or the power thing, whatever it's called now. <laughs> and um, Rocky asks if Alpha has any word on his plant yet. Um, Alpha says the early test results indicate that you have created a very unusual hybrid that will continue to grow in size and strength indefinitely. Right. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh-huh. This apocalyptic, ever-replicating plant that the super hyper-advanced com- advanced command center computer cannot identify. <laughs> it can't even identify, like, it can't even figure out, like, okay, what plants did it come from? Even, even like, just from the limited, like, just scan the botanical center, because Rocky had to get it from somewhere. It's like, no, we we don't know what this is. We're from fucking space, and we don't know what this is. Yeah, and Adam says if Skull planted one in his pot, it would grow just as quickly. How does Adam know that, you know, Skull did that? There's there's no way he should know is the thing. That's what was bugging me earlier. It doesn't make any sense that, no. like, they, they just know this happened. I mean, I guess they saw the plants being, like, carried out earlier. But, like, it doesn't really make any sense why he would know that. But whatever, it's Power Rangers. But, yeah, so th- the plant monsters have been sent to... A junkyard, uh, 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 an auto junkyard. Yes, because it's tons of food for them. They eat metal, like so. That's what they're there for: is to eat the junkyard. Yeah, and also for the musical number at the end of Brave Little Toaster. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we're batting a thousand today. All right, so uh, there's only get... <laughs> two of us here right now, so you know. <laughs> oh, oh, something happened to Luke. Luke left. Yes. Ah, uh, poop. Okay. Or sorry, sorry, black gold. Uh, so we get to the <laughs> we get to the fight, and it's t- it's time for some good old fancy Sentai footage. And again, we get more of those fucking Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. I will say, kind of true to what you were getting at earlier, uh, mm-hmm. the Sylvester Stallone impressions are very they come very hard and fast. The Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions are weirdly more subdued. Like, they really just kind of go... The dude just kind of says, yeah, a lot. Which isn't yeah. really an Arnold Schwarzenegger thing so much as just an Austrian thing. Yeah, no. I mean, it's lazy, for sure. <laughs> but, so, the, we have a fight, and Rocky gets tossed around a lot. He gets thrown out of the car. Uh, the Rangers shoot pew-pew lasers, and the plant monsters do a high-five, and I guess that deflects the lasers, question mark? Yeah, it's just something they can do. It's fine. 
but okay. Um, but then, but then after, like you know, they subdued the Power Rangers, and they're gonna they're gonna do this like team up maneuver, and he goes like. He jumps on the one of them jumps on the other guy's shoulders, but messes up. Well, first they do it successfully, going in the wrong okay. order to just do a big blast yeah. attack, and then it's like, okay, now let's switch and do our super move, and then he fucks up, and they get mad at each other and start fighting. Yeah, yeah. They start, like, he starts like beating the other guy up, and like Mondo's like, "What the fuck? They're supposed to be fighting the pie, just not each other." And he just blasts them back up, so he can like discipline them, I guess. Yeah, even the Rangers are just like, "What? Uh, okay, I guess that's the fight <laughs> then. I guess we'll just move on. Yeah. Welcome back, Luke, by the way. Yeah, hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, so we're... So, <laughs> I don't think that's so much because like, he's like, oh, what'd you do? Let's bring him back to this so we can finish him off and get back to lunch. And it zooms on him and he's like, yeah, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so we're 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 at the moon base, and King Mondo basically he beats the shit out of one of them. I think it's the uh, which whichever one's not the pollinator. I think it's uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like this part a lot. Okay. So like he goes, "Why'd you bring us back?" or something like that, and then Mondo goes, "Because your cousin here is inept." Hey, what are you trying to say about my cousin? <laughs> no, but he's your cousin, and it goes to the cousin, and he's like, uh. <laughs> I had me laughing for like a full minute, just because, like, this guy's an idiot. It pans to him, and he proves how much of an idiot he is, and it's. It was very was funny. Like, yeah, my yeah. cousin's dumb as a bag of bricks. What are you. What's your problem with him? <laughs> but yeah, so basically, King Mondo uh, is just like, listen. You get down there by yourself, and you pollinate those fucking rangers, or I'm going to kill your cousin. And the monster's just like, hey, fuck that. And they both fight a bunch of the cogs and try to, like, you know, stand their ground against King Bondo. And they actually do right. a pretty good job at first. But okay, King- wh- why does the one plant guy say, AGN, beyond the fact that it's a Rocky <laughs> reference? Like, I get, I get the pollinator being called Polly, because, like, that works, but, like... Hun? You have answered your own yeah. question. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. It's it's okay. it's see, yeah, see it's, in the film Rocky, the titular no, Rocky I, played I by Sylvester that. Stallone has a All love right. interest named Adrian, who sometimes, mm-hmm. under the right circumstances, he calls out to dramatically. Yes, I understand that. Okay. It just doesn't. Okay. <laughs> see, because the idea is that he's just kind of a dumb lug, but then he falls in love with her. They like go ice skating uh-huh. together. See, no, it's a good movie. The first Rocky movie is a great movie, right? <laughs> anyway. is Anywho, it, is it weird that we're like technically on like Rocky Eight now because like Creed is you know in that universe Wait. in that continuity? Okay, uh, I have a th- yeah, I, I have a th- I guess it is. I have a theory here about what the original arrangement was because like he he zaps them once they start rebelling and then it cuts to a scene that's like almost identical to the part earlier where he goes and powers up the pollinator. So I'm pretty sure that's like the first time he sees these creatures in the original, mm-hmm. but they've cut it here to make it be like That would make sense. Yeah. All right. But uh yeah, so he overpowers them because King Mondo's very strong, you see. Yeah. Even, even like though the guy in the are. suit really can't move. That's what's weird about King Mondo. Well, he's, he's a mage. You know, he shoots. He, he's, yeah. he's a technomancer. He shoots lightning out of his staff. He doesn't need to move around. <laughs> but I just would say, like, there have been plenty of, like, monster costumes in the show, you know, on account of the Sentai, where, like, the creature can't, like, the actor inside the suit really can't move. 
but usually they make more of an effort so that so that like the recurring villain and like you know and like his most powerful henchmen the ones who will appear on screen the most at least have some freedom to move and emote and stuff but like because he has a set facial expression and he's basically a cylinder with tiny little arms popping out king mondo really can't move around very much and it's kind of weird sure yeah so we cut back to earth and Rocky and Adam are walking, and Rocky's like, man, this is my responsibility. I can't let this plant guy go out of control. That's why I'm going to go to the library and try to figure out what's going on. Because if, you know, alien computers can't figure it out, maybe our local library can. <laughs> I mean, listen, hon. You can do anything at the local library. It's true. It's a yeah. magical place. It is. Oh. It, listen, kids. <laughs> so at- it is it, all, the, all the children who listen to our podcast about police officers getting covered in doo-doo. <laughs> uh, remember, just support your local library. Go there; you can you can find whatever you need. Look, look, yeah, listen, uh, you, listeners, listeners can't really. I don't know if you can hear it, but I am turning my chair around, uh, and sitting backwards <laughs> in it, so I can so I can tell all the youngsters about the magic of the library. Listen, I love you, Michael. listen, kids. Get yourself a library card. It's it'll open doors for you, specifically the one at the front of the library. Okay, so so Adam's like, good luck with that. Great, great, great job. And then he, they leave and they part ways and the the pollinator comes down. He's like, ah, so you're the Dweebo created me, huh? I didn't get a chance to thank you properly. And then Rocky is like, you are my son and I must destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a real Frankenstein's plant situation. You're right. <laughs> So he morphs, and there's a short fight here that results ultimately in him getting pollinated. And what's which weird I guess is, is what the pollinator does. Would yeah, make well, sense, I mean, it I makes guess. sense. It's, yeah, it does exactly what it says on the tin. But uh, as soon as Rocky gets pollinated, he like he's like, oh, oh, this is probably bad. Teleport me back to the c- command center, Zordon, and. He, he doesn't say it into his, like, communicator thing. He just says, Zordon, teleport me back, and he just, whoop, he's gone. Yeah. The, the, the pollinators say, like, this will make you one of us, too. So we have a, we have a hint into what's going to happen Right. Here. So we cut to Bulk and Skull, who are just driving by on their motorcycle, and Bulk is just throwing random crap out of their bike. Like, he's got, like, a like, rebar of and, metal. and, like, yeah. various metal, metal bits. And, like... This is this okay. This is a weird thing to decide they're going to sacrifice. They're leaving a trail of scrap metal and the ultimate bait for the p- metal-eating plant monster. And again, these plant monsters aren't really doing much metal-eating at this point. No. Uh, the ultimate bait is going to be their motorcycle. <laughs> which seems like a bad call. Y- I mean, yeah, yeah. And and like I do like this part where he's like, "Hey, did you bring the ketchup and the subtitle?" have it spelt like catsup, catsup which is kind of weird and then he brings up his big novelty ke- bottle of ketchup and says that plants don't like ketchup which is a weird point and then yeah he's like yeah but plants usually don't like metal either so we're just no. gonna go with the ketchup plan okay but do plants not like ketchup i mean plants have an opinion on ketchup. i did and this was a weird bit to me because in like seventh grade um I wanted to be very funny and random in science class, and we had to come up yeah, with an experiment did. about plants, and I just wanted to be mm-hmm. really funny and random. So I yeah. wanted. I said my experiment was going to be, do plants like ketchup? 
And it was just, I had to grow two plants. One, I put a bunch of ketchup in the soil. And one, I didn't. Which one grew better? They were both the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, thank you, Luke. You dis- we discovered that plants are indeed indifferent to ketchup. Well, it's just yeah. really important everyone knows that I'm, like, a really interesting person. Okay, cool. I mean, you are. That's not a good illustrator of that, but you are. Um, I think it's the best illustration of how I'm just so quirky and interesting. (laughs) Yeah, you're a real manic pixie dream podcast panelist. Mm -hmm. So uh, they put some garnish on their motorcycle and a big old free lunch sign. It's pretty cute. And they're going to go hide in a bush. Don't and forget the part where they start rubbing their, their helmets against the bush and then pull them off and they're suddenly like full on like camo helmets and it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, we get some good, <laughs> good clown magic in this one. They also rip a bush out of its roots and then start using it as like a like a thing to hide in all like cartoon style and it's just amazing. It's very good. <laughs> so we we cut to the power chamber Rocky's got leaves coming out his ears. Yes, okay, I want to talk about this. Like, like they go over to Rocky, and Rocky's covered, like, okay, so he's covered in green paint, but, like, like not enough to make his skin just look straight green. It's like they smeared it and yeah. didn't fully cover him in it. Like, well, they, he's not completely have... plantified yet, so you're only I... seeing a hint of the chlorophyll. I mean, I agree that that was the costume person, like the makeup girl's excuse to why it looks like this. <laughs> but I don't think we just ran out of green paint. And I mean, yeah, he's got some leaves going off him, and he's looking around like he's, you know... Like, he doesn't know what's going on. Like, he looks a little, like, drunk or high kind of yeah. thing going for. So, it's a, I would call it himbification if it wasn't for the fact that Rocky already is a dumbass. Well, yeah. It's, it is still that, though. I mean. <laughs> it is still. Yeah. Like, he acts even stupid. He's like, I know you. You're the Chowder Rangers, aren't you? I yeah. know. I like it because he's like, I know you guys. And Tommy's like, that's a good sign, right, Alpha? And then he says that. And he's like, oh, okay. Great. <laughs> It's kind of weird how little, like, it just hit me, because Tommy has that line, how little he does this season, just in general. Yeah, Tommy's, yeah, kind of taking it easy this Tommy time. Is, Tommy's just the Red Ranger. That's his whole character in the season, is that he's the Red Ranger. Like, does that, and, like, it's not even as good as Jason was at doing it, either. Um... And yeah, I like how Zorna and like says it again. Like, not even Rocky knows how the fuck this shit happens, so this isn't gonna work. <laughs> no, that's not the worst thing that happens in this scene, though. Oh no, it's not. No. And that was a good part. No, the worst no, no, part no. is that Rocky, like, Cat walks in front of Rocky and starts like saying something. It doesn't matter. What matters yeah, she's, is that Rocky's well, she's, like, she's "Hey, the, she's the blonde girl," so she has to really establish that she's super concerned about her friend. She's yeah. very worried. And then Rocky says, hey, nice leaves. And she's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you got nice leaves. Oh, and really good and branches. Your your branches aren't bad either. And uh, Kat seems appropriately creeped out. <laughs> like she's very horrified. He, Rocky's hitting on her. And, like, and it's, they don't, I don't. It's such a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't this have is, branches. Like, this is the first explicitly <laughs> horny moment in the entire run of the show. And it's Man, happening. Is that right? Is that true? I'm pretty sure. I mean, there's definitely a lot of unintentional horny going no, on, sure, but I feel like course. this is the most 
I think I feel like this is the first like this is intentionally them portraying a dude hitting on a lady real bad. Yeah. yeah um, like I mean, I mean, I mean, we had some stuff with like with like Zach and and what was her name, but like that was just well, yeah. being also really had, bad. Like, the very first episode where like Bulk and Skull hit on Kimberly and Trini, and then when they are rejected, attempt to beat them up. That's true. Which was very weird. But the thing is, a lot um, of that stuff like it wasn't. It was weird and gross, but it it didn't strike me as horny. Like this feels horny. Sure. Mm. Oh sure, yeah. This this is well, he's being himbified. Like suddenly he's a huge slut. He's just like, hey, uh, let's fuck. And she's like, um, let's let's, I'd, let's I'd save not, Rocky. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, it cuts back to it's the It's really just the delivery on nice leaves. Yeah, it's, just, it's so bad. Well, it's her. It's her reaction to it too. Yeah, her reaction is the best part of it. Because, like, when he says nice things, it's almost like he's, like, giving her a genuine compliment and not hitting on her. Right. But it also is definitely that, that he's hitting on her. Right. The way he's delivering it is almost just like, huh, that's cool. You got great branches. And, yeah, it's just... It's it's a very awkward scene. I love it. Like, I love it how terrible it is. But, (laughs) yeah, moving on. Cut to the moon. Um... And Pollinator's like, hey, I pollinated Rocky. And he's like, didn't I say you'd work much better on your own? And he's like, now I'm going to find and destroy the Power Rangers. And he's like, actually, why don't you just, like, fuck around, have a snack, and those, you know, pesky teenagers will come to you. And, you know, he's not wrong. Um, I mean, King Mondo is fully committed to the just sort of take your time and half-ass it school of conquering the Earth. Absolutely. Um, they cut the Rocky, and he's, he's got more leaves on him, so we know he's more plant now. Right. He's yeah, very he's, plant. He's, he's, he's slightly greener. L- listen, come read my plant boy corruption bimbofication fix. It's not like corruption. <laughs> well, he's being yeah, He's like, not turning evil, so... No, but he's like, cells are being... I guess, no, I guess it's just TF. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, I feel like the end result of this is he would literally just be a, like, potted plant on a table. Yeah, no, that's true. Which is horrifying. Well, someone's yeah. someone's into that. Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. I, I, inanimate object TF is absolutely a thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've heard stuff from Sarah, a friend of a show. Um, <laughs> sure, you've heard so they're stuff. Putting, they're just you try to pin I, it on Sarah. No, I'm, I've never read that. I'm not into in Look, like guys, I wear my horny on my sleeve. I'm not into inanimate TF. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah, but are you are you hey. wearing Sarah on your sleeve? Is she your sleeve? <laughs> All right. I'm no comment. <laughs> well, okay, that's a weird not, answer. I don't. I, no, it's. I'm not gonna <laughs> incriminate Sarah into this. She's. She did not give her consent for me to do that. So, anyways, um, it's now morphing time. Yeah, because they, they found the monster. I guess because it's it's doing. Oh, did I, we mention that Rocky's like being scanned or something? They're trying to figure out how to fix him. This is not important. Yeah, they still haven't really figured out what his plant was. In fact, I don't think they ever figure out what he what no, he made. No, they don't. Alpha's like, oh, I figured out one of the plants. But yeah, does he? Yeah, he does. Okay. Okay, so we we get a fight scene, and this is all and the it, rangers. Yeah, it's it, it's all Sentai. It's really it's pretty good. You know, it's fine. Yeah, the it's... rangers fight this thing with swords and stuff. And actually, hold up. It just hit me. So they they they're gonna kill this monster in a bit. Is the other plant monster ever dealt with? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. <laughs> oh. Okay. 
It's just up in the on the moon somewhere, being tortured forever. I guess. Great. But yeah, so the monster like shoots needles and shit at the rangers. Uh Tommy tries to do that cool thing where he's a ranger, red ranger, and he runs at it with his super sword. Yeah. And the dude yeah. just like creates a rotoscope vine whip thing and hit beats him up real bad. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to the power chamber, and Rocky's almost nearly planted. He's struggling. And, and he, he he has a moment of clarity. Yeah, Alpha says, like, oh, I've identified one of the plants, but I don't know what's making it grow so fast. I don't know how to stop this. And then Rocky, in a moment of clarity, says, oxygen. Need and- pure oxygen. <laughs> and then... Um, Alpha's like, what do you need? Even though he just said exactly what he needs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And Zordon's like, but of course, why didn't we think of that before? Let's starve the plant cells with pure oxygen. Right, because plant cells, they breathe in carbon dioxide. Because plants breathe carbon dioxide, so if we give him only pure oxygen, then the plant part of his body will suffocate and die and only leave the human part. This makes That's sense. That's <laughs> This won't and kill anybody. We get, we get the worst effect. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Rocky I, melts. <laughs> I hope I hope this episode goes live before the end of the year because boy howdy is it a contender for worst special effect. If not, we're gonna remember it for next twoties. Like what they do is they, they, they like they like smear Rocky's face, like they, they make it spread out. Yeah. And then it like it like it like it looks like his face melts. Like it turns out it's just the plant part of him melting, but it looks like his face melted. And then, you know, normal Rocky emerges from the melted plant matter. Right. Yeah, he's 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 fucking stoked. He's just up immediately. He's like, Yeah, woo Great job, guys. And then Zoda Specs, your knowledge of plants, Rocky. You we were able to save you. I'm like, no, this all started because of his not knowledge of plants. Right. Like he doesn't know shit. He knows <laughs> that they breathe carbon dioxide, a thing that everyone knows. <laughs> this show really simultaneously wants to acknowledge that Rocky's stupid, but also wants us to think he's a brilliant scientist. And it he, yeah, it's the billion him. It's slowly working its way in. Like, the like plant power, cells. Yeah. 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 Uh, but so he morphs and teleports to the fight. He's like, hey, guys, the secret to killing the monster is oxygen. And Tommy just goes, all right, team, pull out your blasters and set them to oxygen. <laughs> that's, that's literally what happens. It's so fucking dumb. So they literally just have a gun that shoots air. They, like, well, I mean, it, look, it looks like lasers. They just shoot them with lasers, they, but they're oxygen they lasers. They blow a fan on the monster to kill it. <laughs> and listen, folks... I, I know that we deliberately truncate and describe dialogue and events of the story in the stupidest way possible because haha funny jokes. That's what we do here. That's literally what happens is Tommy just says, Okay, Rocky, everybody set your guns to oxygen. In fact, Eric, can you just play the clip from the episode just so we can prove like, like it's that blunt. Guys, we gotta use oxygen to beat it. Let's do it! Right! Uh, you meddling morphers will never beat me! Never! Think again, celery head. Rangers, lock up a power pod and prepare to hit it with a pure oxygen field. You guys ready? Right. Yeah. And then just the fucking monster explodes, and yay, that's it. And the other monster is just still on the moon, question mark. Because when you get suffocated, you explode. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did just get surrounded by pure oxygen. It takes a little spark for an explosion at that point. That's yeah, true. oxygen is flammable. Uh, so I, I guess we go back to the greenhouse now. Yeah, and um, Ro- uh, Rocky says, like, this time it won't happen, because I know exactly what seeds I'm going to use. Uh, 
Basil and rosemary. The only thing I can mess up with this is pasta. Ah. I actually like that joke. I, I actually earnestly like that joke. Rocky, I mean, uh, Eric, can you put in like a like like a studio applause after that joke? <laughs> Sorry about your plant. That's okay, because this time I know exactly what seeds I'm going to use. What's that? Basil and rosemary. <laughs> About the only thing I can ruin with these is pasta. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like going back and adding a laugh track to Rocky-centric episodes of Power Rangers is would be a fun product. Maybe we just add a laugh track to every episode so people will think we're funny. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, I'm, I'm in Power Rangers, I mean, not a podcast. I, mean, CBS. Yeah, I was making fun of the Power Ranger joke. I don't think I, I don't think we're funny. Oh, but, yeah, we could funny. just we could just Big Bang Theory it up. Just say random crap, leave long silences, and then just edit in a laugh track. Hey, Luke, is that my sandwich? Ah, uh, no, yeah, I ate it this morning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I need uh, uh, yeah okay forget it uh, I, I, can't, I can't even commit to this bit I ate it this morning what does it make any sense <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like, need to we'll find it in the edit the audience says it's funny I can't imagine this scene in a sitcom where Mike comes out hey is that my sandwich and the camera pans to a sandwich and it pans to Luke and he's like yeah this morning I ate it and it pans back to this plate like a, like a sandwich's plate and, and then Mike like puts his hands to his face and he's like oh no and that's how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Mike the Mike, sandwich. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> we should get into sketch comedy. Jim Johnson thought he was living a normal everyday life until he found a roommate who was unstuck in time. <laughs> Tuesdays on CBS. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, after that, like Rocky and Adam get distracted by uh, Bulk and Skull, who are still doing their bush shtick. And he says, beat it, we're doing a stakeout, leave this to the professionals. And then they hear a whirring, and they're like, oh, that's definitely the plant monster. And then Rocky and Adam leave, and then it's a guy mowing the lawn, and they assault him. Yeah. And continue assaulting him after it's clear he's not a plant monster. And then he says, whoa, guys, if you guys want to mow the lawn that bad, I'll get out of here. Laugh track. And then the episode ends. And it's it's weird because this like this guy's like a professional landscaper, but he's using like he's not using a motorized lawnmower. He's using one of those like manual push ones, with, like a bunch of blades on a on a on like a cylinder. Which boy, that's got to be a pain in the ass. But also at the same time, I can understand them not wanting to do this bit with an engine based lawnmower. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is there any good just... bloopers like I don't that know. we should talk about? Nah. I didn't watch them, so... No, not really. There's there's some Steve Cardenas mugging for the camera with green paint on his face. That's about it. Great. That sounds great. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's pretty great. Um, so now on to questions. I, being today's host, made a questions post uh, okay, on Twitter, okay. which I shared to the Discord and to our Facebook group. Um, let's see here... First off, we got uh, 
from Doimingu at Doimingu. Um, you ever had to fight off an invasive plant species? No, can't say as as I have. No. Are the flood from Halo plants? I I never played Halo. I I feel like they're meant more to be funguses. That's a plant. I I thought I thought they I were. No, like I'm pretty demons. sure fungus are explicitly not plants. I don't think they're demons. I don't think demons are a thing in Halo. You think you have Doom? Yeah, but aren't they, like, the 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 one guys like cultists that are trying to like bring the flood everywhere or something? I mean, like, no. I thought that's what the Covenant was. I don't know anything <laughs> no, co- about Halo. So the, the Covenant the, are the trying covenant. to activate a thing. So okay, so the flood are are this parasitic thing that like it it's evasion of the body stature shit. It takes over your body and uh huh uh huh. Um, and the thing is, Halo food, is a bunch of any, ancient. It, it, its food is any um, suitably intelligent race. Like it, it implies that it wouldn't kill like. Random animals. It only takes like intelligent species. Okay, yeah. Well, it it, it feeds on okay. sapient life, basically. Yeah. And Halo are these ancient super weapons, which, when activated, kill all the sapient life in the galaxy as a means to control the flood. Okay. Uh, and the thing they is, starve it's some the flood out. Yeah, they want to starve the. Although it never seems to totally kill the flood, so it's kind of pointless. Um, but the thing is, the Covenant. Their whole thing is, at some point, you know, m- m- you know eons past game of telephone they think that activating halo is like this thing that will bring out this this great purge and will all achieve salvation when it is literally an apocalypse okay so they are a cult they are very much a cult but like you don't really find that out until late into the first game and you don't really find out the secret the specifics of their society until the second one okay yeah because they call it the great journey they think it's gonna they think it's gonna be like the rapture i see but then it's not it just kills everybody yeah, and that's that's Halo. Yeah, so and again, if, like if any plan- any religious faction that that emphasizes seeking to cause the end of the world to happen sooner is a cult. Uh, you know, eyeballing all of American politics right now. Right. So yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. So uh, I fought the flood earlier today. So yes, I've done that. It was great. It was fun. I used a shotgun. Cool. Um. So, uh, next question by Dory Mingu. How come plant corruption is usually just thorns or withered plants, or just them being aggressive? It is just better, easier visually than what weeds or plant diseases normally do? I mean, I, I don't, don't think know you what want plant like, diseases roots like, digging into someone's skin. That's just gross. Plus, thorns are, like, immediately threatening, yeah. so they want to use that. Like, I know it's just visual shorthand, I think. Um... Jasmine Marsh asks an intriguing question. Y'all seen those evil peaches part... Oh, at Piedmont, by the way. Y'all seen those evil peaches part piranha plant stuff? Because Tug's Collar. Also, what would a corrupted Trimbo tree look like? What is this evil peaches part piranha plant stuff? Because I'm intrigued. I have no (laughs) idea. That just sounded like... I don't know I think there's a thing where, like... Okay, so... uh, Imagine the Bowsette thing, but piranha plant... Okay, sure. Except, okay. except piranha plantified peach goes back even further. Okay. okay. It, it's basically it. Like, if someone makes to make an evil design of peach, like, oh, she just decided to get with Bowser and decided to embrace the dark side or whatever, they generally have her go, like, make her all piranha plant themed and, oh, and, and horny. Very that. horny, naturally. Yeah. Well, Jasmine, DM me, links, because <laughs> I'm interested. Um, <laughs> another one about Dory Mingu, I guess, because I. Didn't, um... 
Um, what would a plant-based idiot quote something like, chlorophyll are the powerhouse of my cells? Sure. Yeah, sure. I, don't, I, don't really I, 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 I kind of took out some of that because it says the thing that I said earlier. That oh, sure. Turns out right, yeah, 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 so. I mean, I, yeah. I know it's a reference to that phrase, mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, which I don't actually know where that originally comes from. Uh, it's, science, it's science class is what it comes uh, from. Osmosis Jones, maybe? Doesn't that come from like, Bill Nye? I don't know, maybe. Anywho, um, I don't think chlorophyll will be the powerhouse of a cell, no. Because chlorophyll is like, not... I don't know anything about science. I'm not even going to try, actually. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, uh, at Witsar asks a very, um, po- a very important question. Why are plant girls not allowed on this show, Am? I don't know. It's bullshit. Is that a rule? Get more plant girls on Power Rangers. Oh, on Power this Rangers. Hasn't... Yeah. So far, there's not been any plant girls. So get them on there. I feel like there might have been a monster that was plant-based and maybe, like, female-coded, but I don't know idea. Probably. Yeah, we had, we've had one or two of those, I think. Yeah, I think, so I think one of them explicitly was, like, very vain and yeah. got distracted by seeing its reflection in the skyscraper. Okay, so, um, at Clock Industries asks, what ranger color is Sylvester Stallone, and why did Zordon kick him off the team? Oh, man. He'd be, like... I think he's red. See, yeah. No, he. Yeah, I don't know if he is red. I think he's well, like a sixth ranger type. In the Expendables, isn't he like the leader of the Expendables? Oh yeah, I guess it depends on what Rocky we're talking. Like John Rambo, that's red all the way. But well, like Rocky, Stallone, I think that's a sixth right? ranger color, and I don't know what color you'd go with. Well, it's Sylvester Stallone, not Rocky. Yeah. Well, in that case, I mean, he's just an actor, is the thing. Yeah, I guess like, I don't know, orange. <laughs> Orange, Orange, and he, he gets kicked off for, I don't know, being a, a butt. I don't know. Because he won't stop making Rambo Sylvester movies. Stallone. Yeah. Even though no one likes him. I know. I, I know he. I know he directed uh, Rocky Four, and a few other he films. The first Rocky too. He directed and Did wrote he? the first Rocky. He's yeah. actually very that. talented. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because of that talented charisma he has, I think he'd be the Red Ranger. Um. And his team would be just the Expendables, but with colors. And I don't feel like sorting them all out, because I don't actually know anything about that movie, besides the fact that it's got a bunch of 80s action stars in it. I think that's all like anyone that. knows about the Expendables. <laughs> yeah, I don't, think um, that's, I don't think that's a movie you're meant to walk out of retaining anything from what you saw. That's not a movie you're supposed to watch. That's a movie you're supposed to say, oh, haha, how funny on the internet. <laughs> how funny that they, d- that they had such an idea. Yeah, LOL, they finally yes. got Chuck Norris for two, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, on the Facebook group, we got Joe, uh... Do you remember when they did all female Expendables and it was the Expendables? Did that, Wait, that happen? I believe so, unless I dreamed it. Fuck off! I think it was just an idea someone had. I don't think that happened. Did that never actually get made? I'm gonna check. Yeah, please check. While I ask, um, Joe Ricciardelli's question, um, if you could have a plant boy made out of any vegetable, which vegetable would you choose? Uh, okay, so I mean, like they plant right. They attempted. Oh, that's a good make, question. That's a, that's a good answer. I mean, uh, so the so they the production started trying to get a lady Expendables equivalent off the ground as of 2017, like January 2017. Mm-hmm. They only got into the script phase. It seems like it's caught in production hell. Okay, but it yeah, there's it might happen still. 
it's it's not been so long that it's just like dead. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, I don't know if there's really enough demand for another Expendables of any sort at this point. Yeah. Well, I don't think Ocean's 8 did that well, right? And they're probably looking at that. Uh, because yeah. it's not the same thing, but to like a dumbass Hollywood producer it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So I'd want my vegetable boy made out of broccoli. That's my favorite vegetable. Okay. But eggplant's a good... Co- is, is, is a yeah, good I mean, I'm just saying, co- if you're making a vegetable boy, it's for a reason. And I just use like <laughs> eggplants, you know, gonna do what you want. Um, Jordan asked a very Jordan Sam, like our very own Jordan, um, from Warren Beast, uh, asks follow up: Would you eat them if they offered, or were okay with it? Mm, Would this no. change your pick of what vegetable if they felt watching you eat the same thing weird? I mean, I don't eat people even if they want me to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna eat my vegetable boyfriend. It's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna commit a murder. <laughs> I just no, I will not eat vegetable boy because again, like yeah, murder. Um would you change your pick if they felt it was weird if I ate broccoli? Like in front of them? Yeah, I guess I'd change my pick to a vegetable I don't like so much. I don't like eggplant, so this is perfect. Yeah, no okay, yeah, let's get the eggplant dick boyfriend. Um Whoa, wait, what? Yeah. The 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 wait, what are we no, that's gross. See, see, yeah, Luke, okay. when when someone <laughs> uses the the eggplant emoji in their phone, what? Yeah, it's a standard for a penis. What? Yeah. Ew. It's 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 a pretty universal symbol for that sort of thing. Ugh! What? Gross. You prude, yep. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 the idea of dicks makes you go gross. <laughs> Well, what the idea is that people are, are putting secret dicks into their text messages. <laughs> secret dicks. Yeah, no, it's fucked up. Anywho, do you guys know a video about VeggieTales? Yeah, I know a lot about VeggieTales. Vaguely. Uh, I know okay, my, so Luke, this my question niece is and nephews like that show. I've seen bits of it. We, we, we've already said we're, we're like not going to answer questions like these. But, Luke, if you feel like doing this, Fletcher, our friend of the show, asks... The Veggie Tales is Power Rangers. Oh, I guess. I mean, it's it's the cucumber and the tomato is Tommy and 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 Jason. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And then like, I, I don't, don't think we need to go the... any further than that. I've never watched Veggie Tales. The, the little kid is probably the like the Black Ranger, I guess. Mate, I don't. Or maybe the blue. I don't know. I feel like they would just decide that Zordon was an affront to God and try to destroy him. Well, I think Zordon would just be God in that case. Or he would be, um, oh, I don't remember his name, but he's the pickle that usually they use as Nebuchadnezzar, Lord of Babylon. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. It's like, it's like Nebnezer or something. It's like just a, yeah. Okay. I know nothing about VeggieTales. I've never watched it. It's a, like, old, it's an early CGI cartoon that was sold direct to video that was left, like, um, I either... Stories that were like, you know, teaching kids biblical values or else retellings of Bible stories using their characters as like a See, as like a cast that did stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so weird because like I remember I, I heard of VeggieTales, but I, I never suspected it was like a Christian thing ever. I think eventually until, like, in later seasons it got away from being explicitly religious. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it rebooted semi recently and, and yeah. tried to step away from that somewhat. But like, and that was kind of the thing is they very deliberately didn't want you to know if it, that it was Christian. It kind of snuck its way in. 
Oh, I don't know if and that's they, true. Like, it, every episode ended with them, like, quoting a Bible verse that their computer gave them, and then they'd, like, talk about what it means. Yeah, but that's at the end of the episode, after you've already bought the DVD and watched the whole dang but thing. But, like, like, the first VeggieTale <laughs> my parents bought me, the video was called, like, Where is God When You're Scared? Okay. That's... Um, eh. Wow. Um, Fletcher has another question, which is um, a reference to my girlfriend's hot tweet that sparked some controversy earlier this week uh, as of recording. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller, which is not true at all, Fletcher, but thank you. Explain to the people how five is a spiritually even number. I mean, no. (laughs) Fuck. No, listen, I'm I'm mostly with Cass on this one. Like, okay, <laughs> obviously it's are. obviously it's an odd number. She's not debating that fact. That's she a simple was. point of record. I mean, you weren't you weren't here I mean, in my listen, house talking to her about it. She was debating that. I, I, her I, point I seems to be like honorary on even seems to just mean psychologically <laughs> pleasing, which it is, but that doesn't make it honorarily even. No, it's not just psychologically pleasing. It like divides evenly into lots of stuff. It like it, it, no, I, I, I'm with her. Like, there's I mean, a lot of times where you would want as evenly even into other stuff five. as five does. What's that? It's every number divides as evenly into stuff into five does. Yeah, it like, just seems like, like five does it a lot because we have fives. a decimal system. No, exactly. We have a decimal system, so five feels like special. But it's not though. But it feels like it is, and like okay, like that's. The existence only happens insofar as we experience it, so our feelings matter. Oh my god. I hate all of this. <laughs> I hate all of this. Like, again, not debating that five is uh, a divisible by two. Uh-huh. But Can we move on to the like, like, yeah, I agree with the, the thrust of her point. Are there and any I other think, questions? I think both of you... Know full well what she's trying to say, and are just getting grumpy about the dictionary. <laughs> um, uh. So we have one more question uh, from uh, a listener, and I'm I'm very sorry. I I was trying to look up how to pronounce your name during uh, the, them vamping, but I don't think I I I. So I'm sorry if I get this wrong, but Thon Nguyen. Oh, that's Ton. Ton. Okay. Yeah, they've written a lot. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've never answered questions, but like, I've never gotten questions from them personally, so it's it's hard. I've I've heard them on the show though, so I never saw their name spelled, so I didn't like. Okay, um, no question. I just wanted to say that I wish there were more or any sexy plant men, non parenters just in general. And you know what, Ton, I agree. I think there should be, more be one, sexy right? Plant man. I mean, it exists. I mean, there's that uh, there's that episode of Batman the Animated Series where like. Poison Ivy made herself a fake family, and she had the plant husband. Hmm, that's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, it's really weird because like they portrayed Poison Ivy as heterosexual, which is very right. wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, porn game Cloud Meadow has a plant boy in it. Okay, okay. Maybe maybe so I, some more mainstream cool. representation is what we're looking for here. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, not just in porn games, although those are good too. Not not dissing porn games. No. I'm just saying, that's maybe not, you know, popular culture. No, no, of course not. Um, so that's, I mean, does Toad count as a plant boy? Yeah, I think so. Well, he's a fungus boy. That's a different animal. Yeah, that's fungus a different, is like, our plants. Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say, fungus, Pokemon, are grass types. 
So yeah, Pokemon's but wrong Pokemon, about a lot of things. I, I don't go to Pokemon for biology. I'm not. I'm going to Pokemon for like abstract monster designation. Right. I'm saying Toad might be an honorary plant boy. Yeah, I don't think he's sexy though. I mean, that's that's me, up to least. personal taste. Yeah. No, that is that is up to personal. Does taste. walk around shirtless think... except for a vest. I don't think he's conventionally attractive, at the very least. You know, I mean, yeah, but since, you know, I'm not interested in upholding those standards. No, neither am I. I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, it's a very subjective thing if you find Toad to be a sexy plant boy. If you think Toad's a sexy plant boy, write in and let us know. (laughs) At me on Twitter. I'll listen. Um, That's all the questions we have for today, or just comments. Um, Is there anything y'all want to plug? Uh, You can... Follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. I've got other shows I do, uh, like MCU Complete Me or Totally Reprise. Uh, Let's Place. They're all on AudioEntropy.com. Yeah. Where you can find lots of great podcasts. Yeah. 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 Uh, you um, can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. That's about all I do. All right. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. Um, and I want to thank anyone who stayed for the entirety of his train wreck of an episode. <laughs> uh, it has been, been a bit Emily. of a train wreck. I, I hope Eric can salvage this shit. <laughs> I believe in him, but also, boy, is it a tall order. And if you can't salvage the shit, just flush it into Rock Canyon. If you can't salvage the shit, pour it all over Lieutenant Stone. <laughs> all over him. Just, just really just goop <sighs> him up real good with the doo-doo. He'll love it. He'll just uh, love hey, it. Hey... If you want to get a hold of teenagers, that's why Lieutenant attitude. Stone got estranged from his son because his mother threw him out when she found out about his uh, scat fetish, which is kind of sad. Yeah, you know? and it's very I mean, sad. It's not, yeah, she could have supported him. Thing, she didn't but, have to participate, you know, but yeah, she could have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, you know, he, but so, he he opened himself up to her, showed a uh, vulnerable side of himself, and yeah, she threw him out on his ass, and now bullshit. he's just trying to reconnect with his son now that he's a teenager, and uh, it's it's not going great. Folks, if you're dating someone who's into scat, write in. <laughs> um, but yeah, All so right, I've been Emily. I've been Luke. I've been Mike. Thanks for not following my sign up. Nah, I didn't even look at it. <laughs> I thought we were still gonna plug the stuff. Oh, I thought we were done. Nope. What else are we plugging? I don't know. Just say, "May the power protect you always." May the power protect you always, and donate to Audio Entropy <laughs> <laughs> to buy to you. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs>